Hey Maggie. Hey Anna. Guess what? <gasps> Tell me. We have the unheard people speaking today. The unsung heroes yes. of theater. The unsung <gasps> tech pod. The today. tech pod. Hashtag yes. tech pod. So we have Ben. Ben Crop from Santa Barbara City College. He does a lot of their sound design and, and set design and building and designing. Exactly. And we have RC. RC. I love RC. He's from Ensemble. He's also got a, uh, a build shop out by the airport. He does TEDx. He does a bunch of other he stuff. Does everything. He does everything. And we have Katie Williams. The delightful Katie Williams, stage manager extraordinaire. She currently works out at UCSB uh, running the uh, Ivy Theater. And yeah. she works for everybody around town and stage manages for everybody. And they've all been dying to tell us what they really think. What they really so think. So stay tuned because they're, we gave them truth serum and now they're going to uh, talk. Uh. Anna, this is going to be our most intimidating podcast ever. I'm already really scared I and know. intimidated by these people. They know what's going on. It's, it's, I'm I know. We inferior. never have people who know anything no. about um, anything, really. No, 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 no we that's do. I, it's just, but about that, like the microphones and the equipment. I know nothing about this. This is things. the tech pod, you guys. The tech pod. This is the tech pod. This is like to translate this into academic speak, this is the subaltern speaks. <laughs> okay, now can you translate it out of academic? <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. The tech pod. Okay, the tech pod. Great. <laughs> so we have all of our favorite people here. Let's let's start with Ben. Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, thanks for having me. My name is Ben Crop. I am the technical director at Santa Barbara City College Theater, where I also teach technical theater and stagecraft full time. Ooh, thanks one for of those. Ben. Uh, one of those career tech people. Career academic tech. Oh, God. Even worse, I know. I love it. He shapes and molds the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Training the next generation of, of techies. Perfect. Okay, next. I'm Katie Williams. I work for almost anyone in town. I do stage management, theater crew. I direct... I produce, I work at UCSB as the full-time public events manager for Ivy Theater and Barcadero Hall. God, you're also an academic tech. I know, it's great, That's isn't it? That's true. <sighs> All right, next. Uh, I am Richard Croy. I am the production manager for Ensemble Theater Company at the New Vic in Santa Barbara, California. I have nothing to do with academics. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Listen to that butter smooth radio <laughs> voice. You, Where'd you pull that out of? That was incredible. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So I'm very excited to have you guys here. Thank you for coming yes, and joining us. I feel like the the tech people, mm -hmm. and I think that maybe you can agree with me on this, but they're like the most mysterious of yeah. people when you come into the theater because to do we don't a talk? show. Well, yeah, because you kind of stick to yourself. Because we're there, nobody knows we exist. Because that happens to me all the time. No, no, no we know you're me. there. We, we always end up. Are you sure about with that? Each other. Yeah. yeah, like it's always like there's the tech people, and then there's the actory people, yeah. and then there's the sort of randoms who don't talk to anyone. But you like, know how hard it is though there's to no talk crossover. to actors for too long. Though. Well, it's yes, I do. Real difficult. Yeah, that's our whole podcast, RC. Mm -hmm. oh, gotcha. <laughs> Never mind, they're fine. <laughs> And we love actors. So, okay, let's start with that. What? Why do you not congregate amongst the actor folk? I'm sorry, we understand actors? Well, you know, you, you you're know running that, them. You're running them on the but stage. What's, but what's the like old saying? Like, actors without tech people are just lost. Tech people without actors are just at the bar? <laughs> More or less? Am I right? Am I wrong? I've never right. heard that, but that is, so that is so true. Oh, that's like very well known in our circles. <laughs> yeah. 
We've all shut down a number of bars. I don't know. It's a lot, of, a lot of the times whenever I go to see a show, um, especially like shows that either of them do, uh, I'll go and I'll want to know, how did you do this or how did yeah. you do that or how did this part work out? Mm-hmm. The actors don't have any idea, so no. you go to the people that do know. There's actually a fascinating thing that happens where you'll produce a piece of technology and put it on stage, and the actors use it without any issue or warning. They assume it is the most safe thing in the world, even though it's going to catapult them 12 feet. Constantly. Oh, yeah. How are you okay with this? Because they have no idea how it works, I and guess. Because as long show, as they look pretty. After the show, no. I want to come over and find out. How did you do that? And how did you get away show with it? Me, yeah. Show me how you did that. I'm going to do that. Well, you see, what we did is we shoved this piece of thing and this one thing and somebody taps so, on it and it falls down and it works. Oh, well, man, it's yeah. always it's always the <laughs> easiest trick. Let, let's ask like some specifics. So, you guys, what is something that stands out in your memory as a kind of treacherous stage trap? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I I think, like, are they, wait, as in like bad thing or I just something like, miraculous you, that worked? Didn't you fall Both. From a ladder into no, that was you. You fell off a I ladder. I fell off a ladder. Yeah, that would be him. Oh, oh okay, Ben, tell us. You about mean the so ladder. you want to know my most treacherous personal story? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, um, when did you craft something that you thought, mm, well, this could, you know, people are going to need to beware as they oh, walk around. Oh, every day, this. probably. Yeah. Um, the the most recent thing that comes to mind. I test everything before I put the actors personally? on. Personally? Personally. Oh, yeah. Personally. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I, had, I need to know what it's like for them. And we had an actor who needed to walk up a flight of stairs uh, from the trap all the way up to the stage, and then without looking, fall over backwards down those stairs. Ooh, good one. Mm. Oh, man. Scary. Scary. Mm. Just try falling backwards onto a mattress, and, and it's kind of scary. And you got to go 45 scary. degrees And then now you have 45 degrees down, and there's a hole. Oof. So what did you do? How did so, you like? So yeah, we tried. We went through a lot of design ideas of like the staircase moves and there's a foam pit, but there wasn't much room down there. And I think I think we one of my policies is to z- design things at least three ways, so we can at least choose one. Because if you only do it one way, you don't really know if that's the best one. And so what we ended up doing finally after a lot of different things was the actor would walk up the stairs and the stairs had a net laying on top of it. The net would raise up flat. And then you would fall backwards onto the net and it would catch them. And then the stairs were also padded. Nice. And so there had to be an operator at the bottom who raised the net up, locked it off, and they had to give a signal to another actor on stage who signaled the actor was falling backwards that it was okay to fall. And Smart. every night, that actor had to fall blindly backwards Oof. onto a net. Oh my gosh, he loved it. Boom. I did it <laughs> once and I have jumped out of an airplane and I will tell you it is the most, it's the scariest thing I've ever done. Falling backwards onto a net downstairs. Wow. Absolutely crazy. Well, what show was this? Yeah. Uh, this was, I, didn't, I can't remember the names of things. We, <laughs> we just did it. It was British. It had music in it. Oh, uh, two governors. One man, two governors. Right. One man, two governors. Yeah. And that's written in the script that that's exactly what happens. Wow. His pacemaker gives out and he just falls over backwards. Oh, that's right. Oh, that was Matt Tavanini. Matt Tavanini. Yeah. 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 Absolutely the scariest thing. And then I had him test it. And then I realized I hadn't used rated hardware. Big no no. And uh, one of the pieces of hardware broke, but it didn't matter because every, I back everything up twice when someone's life is on the line. Mm. Thank goodness I did. Very good. And then we switched it all to rated hardware, which... That's a clever trick. I like that. That's... Oh, my, it's in the textbooks, I man. definitely want to see that one. <laughs> the net fall. The cool. net fall. Yeah, I still have the net. We had to weave the net ourselves. Really? Out of military spec nylon because you can't Seriously? buy a net that fits that exact size that we needed. Huh. I mean, we could have maybe, but it was thousands of dollars. Fascinating. Yeah, so we, we wove a net ourselves. Wow. Yeah. 
That's Took incredible. I mean, this is the sort of thing that yeah, like people don't you don't understand. think about it. And especially like the net, you're never going to see that from the audience perspective. No. Like you're never going to you're just going to be, oh, that's incredible that that happened. Wow. He yeah. fell down some stairs. But you don't everyone think that there's somebody when knitting. The actor dies. You know, everyone will see that. I mean, if we do our jobs <gasps> you know correctly, I mean? though, nobody knows that we yeah. exist. Well, that's yeah. that is except for a name and a program. Thing. True. You know, which most people don't even read. No. I had somebody a couple shows ago, it was the show I actually directed for you, Maggie, oh. that somebody mm. was in the audience and was like, I've never heard of her. And <laughs> Mark Johnson, my lovely dear friend, was like, um, she has literally worked on every show you've ever seen in town. <laughs> How do you not know who she is? I've never heard of her. Who said that? Who was no comment. that? No comment. So, Katie, for you, what's a standout uh, I don't treachery. get to build a lot of right. things because of what I do. But you call them. I call them, which is a whole different ball game. Um, but as far as things that I've built, it's a lot of the small stuff. Mm. I built a levitating Jesus. That was really? pretty cool oh, for yeah, Carrie. That's right. It was a fishing lure, or a fishing line, line yeah. and uh, hair ties. And she had to hold it in the right direction to make it look like it was actually floating and then catch it. Um, I've also built um, bleeding knives, which Sam did not like, and then we had to. And she ended up using something else, which is what I told her to use the whole time. But cool. You had a pretty bleeding cool bleeding knife, knife though. That I was... did. It was a switchblade, and it was like packed with the uh, like blood. blood stuff. And I tried you to make one that actually bled. Every night to have yeah. to fill it. Yeah, because he needed it. Um, yeah. uh, Andrew Jackson needed to uh, cut himself every night, and so oh, there was a couple wow. different variations that we went through. Because with certain shows, I do more than just stage management. I help with props. I yeah. decipher what Ted Dulles gives us, which is yeah. usually what my job is. Um, <laughs> more like I translate it into Sam, and then yeah. I try to explain it to her. And she's like, sure. And I'm like, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Um, well, you know, the stage manager role really is kind of a translator role. Right. Yeah. You really are speaking director to Yeah, the crew I usually get a picture or barely talked through the set, and then I have to explain it to a director yeah. who doesn't quite get it, or right. actors who are, like Ben said, just oblivious. And they're like, sure. I'm like, this light is in the same spot every time. Please just walk around it. And they can't seem to figure that out. Is that is this a phrase that you guys can relate to? Find your light. All the time. Constantly. Oh, yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I said that. Yeah, but with modern technology, the lights can now find them. That's true. It's less of an issue. Only that's true. in most theaters. True. Some of the, some of the <laughs> Only uh, in smaller most theaters, theaters do not have Center stage. Yeah. <clears throat> center stage. Yeah. Uh, I love I, that place. We don't have any... Uh, Movers? Oh really? Yeah. We got really? those IQs that are like moves. so so. Yeah. Well, they, they the have such we a have very specific too. purpose. They yeah. don't they won't track people the same way. No. But still, haven't you ever had an actor like even when you had moving lights and it was like we've tracked this three times to you. How do you just pick a different spot on the floor every <laughs> you, freaking you time? Mean my last three <laughs> shows. Stop it. I remember my, when my I started three. in high school, the first show I did as an actor, uh, I discovered what's glow spike tape was and uh. I told my family they put tape on the floor that glows in the dark so we know where to go every time it's amazing like a constellation if you look at the stage and that's was, how I know you do technical theater because you actually found the glow tape. yeah you found the Maybe. glow tape. <laughs> I was probably like spear holder number three for that production <laughs> you'd be surprised at how many actors are like I don't know where the stairs are I need glow tape and you put glow tape out and they still fall off the stairs <laughs> It is dark. Yeah, it is. It's not that dark. <laughs> there Arcee, are lights on you. Arcee, what is a treacherous moment of theater that kind of sticks in your head? 
Let's see, Anybody Did, almost die under your you, watch? Uh, oh, were you nice. there for the carousel or the water? He wasn't here for the carousel, were you? Uh, no, I didn't do the carousel. I heard that. But the carousel wasn't terribly dangerous. No, they, I just heard it broke all the time. That one just wasn't that bad. Um, our baby doll was, yeah, um, cool. was oh, a tough yeah. one because it was uh, two stories. But the thing about one of the other parts of what we do is we'll take pictures from somebody who has no idea what structural engineering is. And they'll be like, make this. And we go... Mm -hmm. Yeah, except for Newton right. says no. <laughs> right. That floor needs to be at least more than one inch thick. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, like uh, the baby doll set was um, difficult because it was like an entire second floor and it was basically just standing on toothpicks around right. the exterior edge mm -hmm. with nothing underneath. Yeah, it was canceled. It took us about two and a half weeks to like figure out how to like make it stable. And even when we were done, Russell and I were both standing on top of it, checking it ourselves, like... Uh, like Ben said, and we would stand on it and just like shift back and forth and you'd be like, oh, okay, that's got more than a foot of play. That's probably not going to be cool for actors. Yeah. So then we had to figure out a few things to do that we just hid that you'd never see in the and, end. And there was a trap in that attic space. There, yeah, it, wasn't, was it a, wasn't it a three <clears throat> level? It was like two and a half. Two it was and a half. really small secondary level. But right, the and then she would drop through though. Yeah. Yeah. The funnest thing about that one was the really super simple trick we came up with to make it look like when she would put her hand down, plaster would like oh. be breaking beneath her. Yeah, It was really just like every show, like at the end of the night, we would re-joint uh, compound beneath a, literally a uh, dowel rod in the floor yeah. that she would push each night and it would just poke it through. Break. So we had this effect where like the whole floor was crumbling underneath her. But I assure you, in the end, the floor was stable. It only had like a foot of give uh, either I way. I mean, they were like literally like running around it and stuff. Yeah. Too, and I was it like, was... there is no way this is going to hold people up. We're going to have to rethink this Yeah, they were running around. And, and uh, it wasn't a lot of... That was an ingenious set because mm -hmm. it was very vertical. I mean, it went yeah. way up. And, there's, and then there was all this action on a very shallow space. Yeah, it was. I remember that. Uh, that's Jenny Sullivan directed right. that one. That's She's she absolutely wonderful. Anybody yeah. that knows Jenny Sullivan loves her to death. And she was wonderful on that project. All the performers were quite nice on that one. That's right. It was really just, we got a great picture and we all loved it. But it was like, yeah, but how do you build it? Right. And then and the designer didn't too. have any idea. The designer was like, what it's do you mean? How job? do you build yeah. it? I can draw it with a pencil. Like, oh, come on. I can draw M.C. Escher's Impossible Cube. Doesn't make it a thing I can do on a set. Come on. Did you guys bring in real trees for the Yeah, we, uh, we got real trees yeah. and stuff for that one. That's I mean, right. that didn't have anything to do with it. I don't know. It was cool. for me. I appreciated it. it. I have to say, though, of all the shows, though, I, I don't think it sold nearly as well as many of our other shows, yeah. but it was one of the most beautiful sets it in really the end. I, I thought it was the best one of the season. Scenically it was or just in general. My like, really? my son like yes. I think my son saw everything that season at Ensemble, and that was his favorite by far. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you know, Which someone is doing twenty seven wagons. The actual twenty seven wagons. Really? Yeah. Doing Somebody oh, at, at City um, College. At City College. Yeah. yeah. They, they did a one act performance. Oh, well, uh, isn't it just a nasty play? It's nasty, and it, it, I don't know. I don't. I didn't read the whole script, but it ends very strangely. Oh yeah. Well, it yeah. ends with the yeah. the, uh, the concept of perpetual rape. Yeah, so, that's exactly so it. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a, then I got <laughs> the <laughs> message. Yeah. You didn't misread. That's correct. They sent an email. Said a student really wants to do the show. Are you guys okay with it? And everyone's like, whatever. And I didn't read it. And I was like, well, if everyone else is okay with it, and then. And in retrospect, yeah, what? Why did this white male get to do this play? Oh, that's yeah. probably an yeah. error. It when he told error. me he was doing that, I was like, really? 
Really? That's wow, what a shocking. That's a choice. Stu- you know the student who decided to do uh, it? I ran into him at a like a playwriting mm. thing. It's not a very, I mean, I think. I don't know why he chose to do Williams it. did it as like yeah. a thought experiment in how to write like Chekhov. But, <laughs> but how to write like Chekhov's short stories and not his okay. stage plays. Not his stage plays, but the short stories because Williams really it. loved I can Chekhov. see it being an interesting short story. I mean, Chekhov I think, wrote a lot of sort of people, women get get raped on yeah. the regular stories, and they were hysterical. <laughs> the Russians thought they were so funny. Sounds very up, uplifting. And I know. Yeah, it was right. like, that's Russian humor for you. <laughs> there was, I don't think we laughed. Yeah. No, right. I don't During think you would. This, no. no. But that was the idea. It was supposed to be yeah. sort of a Southern Gothic kind of, mm-hmm. you know, whoa. Anyway, do you know again. I'm not a fan. No. Woo. I like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason no one does that yeah, show, right? except I guess this. Unless you rewrite the ending and the woman comes out on top somehow, but. Uh, right. Baby doll. That's not how. Well, you know. She kind of comes Kazan, out Kind of. Kazan really wrote Baby Doll. Yeah, uh, right, I know. But I mean, right. that, that's the point. Like, if you rewrote yeah. 27 right. Dragons Full of Cotton, mm-hmm. it's pretty it, much it would be. Baby Doll. It didn't yeah. do bad as far as a movie. It's just. Right. For some reason, it didn't work in our season nearly as well as I wanted, but it just mm-hmm. looked so freaking cool. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. No, it was it was actually really a beautiful show that way. Yeah, yeah, but when you study why shows sell, actually, so we've done. We I have thirty why years. Why shows of, sell? Why shows well sell well or not? Right. I have thirty years of data from City College. I put it all into a spreadsheet and tried to do some statistical analysis. There's almost no reason for it aside. Yeah, from that's what I was about to say. Like, what did you find? We found did we found two anything? things. I found two things. One, people it, like pies in the face and slamming doors. <laughs> that's how you make a that. good play. That's actually, not true. Um, it was that's one. If it was in our little theater, if it was a comedy, it would sell out. But that's because the season it's subscription small. happens in a small. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one was. If there were a lot of people in it that people knew, yeah. and it was a well-known name, huh. otherwise there is no statistical like significance at all. Even time of year, no. Even how about musicals versus straight plays? Uh, that is true. Musicals spell sell more, yes. Yeah, and comedies versus dramas, no. Drama? We do. You really would think obscure so? Obscure yeah, musicals. I would. Yeah. I, I, it's hard to say obscure. I mean, Porgy and Bess isn't obscure, but it's definitely not what you could first think of as far as musical right. sure no, yeah. not so that but it has names behind field. it right no it's true um which and makes some we did sweeney i really thought sweeney was sweeney gonna was do good great. And it did um, oh, it did it was, was expensive fantastic set. it was expensive well that's the always board, the case so we're doing greece and greece is probably one of the most expensive royalties we'll ever experience because wow. because of the music it's outrageous but it's probably going to sell really well. I you know. think it's going to sell? I think it will. I don't think it's going to. I mean, it's I don't know if it's going this to be is, good, this is a name, but it will sell. And yes. if you put a bunch of people from the community that everybody mm-hmm. really yes. wants to go see and a lot of high school things, kids are in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like, fantastic. And just like Music Man, the whether weird, the show was good or not, it sold really well. The weirdest thing is, though, people will go to see Grease and they expect like the movie. They right. do. And the right. script is not so the same. There are twice as many songs in the musical and you don't know any of them. Well, we bought most of the ones for the for the movie ones. Oh, you went ahead and did we that? We paid extra. Oh, the, the new oh, version. 
there's a new version, right? Oh. It came out. Yeah, I don't know if it's a new version, but what you can do is you buy you buy the movie. No, I thought that was the one that came out in 2007. I don't know anything about that. Maybe it was the one where they did the contest to find the Danny and Sandy. I went and saw it on Broadway. It was terrible and awesome all at the same time. Hey, there's a neat tech topic like shows that have an iconic thing that you have to create for them, like the car I'm gonna have to car in Greece or the pool in Metamorphoses or the trap door in Sweeney. Yes, the reveal for Rocky was really dead in Rocky or I'll be the first one to admit it. That was the lamest trick What's another I've one? Oh, ever had. Um, how to how to succeed in business without really trying Ooh, yeah. and you've got the escalator. Mm. You gotta make an escalator on stage. Or Music Man the trolley. It's gotta be You don't good. have to do that. You don't well, have to do that one but oh, most people but, will try and do something like but it. Yeah. You the mean, staging. You're talking about the opening okay, the scene. Right? Carrie yeah. in the pig's yeah. blood. Let's just say okay, it. If Carrie. you're not gonna Carrie dump the blood, blood on Carrie it's then not don't worth my time. Then don't No, don't buy a ticket. I did think we should have done Buckets and buckets of blood. I don't know. We should have asked Julia. Much blood. What's another show that has an iconic, crazy thing in it? Mm. Well, so a lot of these things you can buy. So, like for mm-hmm. Avenue Q, you can just rent the puppets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or um, Little Shop. Little Shop. Horrors. You can rent the puppets for that as well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. for Little Shop, you specifically have to because yeah. that that no, you don't have people. to. It no, 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 no. That's not. But you'd be you silly not to. to. You'd be silly not to. Yeah. But right. you can always fake the Avenue Q puppets because the whole point of the yeah, show is true. this. So but you look like it looks but pretty. But you cannot. Fake yeah. Audrey 2. You right. must have Audrey mm-hmm. 2. It must look like the movie or just forget about it. Hmm. Oh, it must look like the movie. That's interesting. Or at least look you know, pretty close because it has to right. be a big it has freaking to eat thing. People. It has to eat people. It has to eat people. But could you build something that is not that looks different than the movie? But it still serves the same purpose, and people. I mean, I feel like I it don't just know. depends on what your. Yeah, but how much is, time do I have? Yeah, yeah, how yeah. Much that's time right. do okay, I have? That's that's right. Right. What's a, the budget? Yeah, a topic is this my us? entire job? Right? Yeah, yeah. Building a huge. Do toilet. I get to source this out, or do I personally have to build it? So yeah, so okay, that's a question. How do you guys do that? Do you source I'm out a stage your manager, work? I don't You're know. a stage manager. <laughs> <laughs> I I have the option to say that is not in my job description. <laughs> And I routinely will exercise that right and then Someone probably call one the of these trash. guys right here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The best is always whenever you do create a mechanism like that or something, uh, uh, let's say uh, Sweeney, for example, and you've got to turn it over to the stage manager. Like you and your tech team have been oh, working yeah. on it for like a week and a half. And we're like, okay, we're set. We're good. We think this works. And then you turn it over to a stage manager and they put any person down at the first time and you immediately see the 14 things you didn't yeah. see previous that uh, you now have yeah. to go back and fix before anybody else can touch it. Yes. I try to over-design to avoid those things, but you never know. You always do, and then inevitably there's going to be something wrong with well, it Well, I'll be the time. first one to say it. There's also that caveat of, do you have a stage manager that actually knows what they're doing? Mm. It's also usually we turn it over to the crew more than the stage manager, I would That's say. what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. if you have a stage manager that, yeah. like, I know crew. I've worked crew for a long time. I know when things aren't necessarily safe and when I'm just following orders. So, for example, um, I mean, have like, you, what do you have mean? you ever like, been asked <laughs> to do something that you knew was unsafe? Yeah, like, and what? I've said yes, no, have, but not in the theater. <laughs> um, oh, a lot of like moving, sh- moving platforms. We're going back to the other thing we're not allowed <laughs> to talk about no more. <laughs> I don't well, think this is safe, time. but I'm gonna try. Um, no, but like moving platforms, like platforms that don't lock down, and oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a bad idea. Mm. Like, can we? No, uh-huh. no, hold, hold, hold. Like, yeah. I have watched things topple over. I have yeah. watched things fall. And yeah. I have been the first one to immediately, like, yell hold. 
I may or may not have worked on a high school production recently that had those problems. Yeah. Oh, I may really. or may not have just it's been It's more common than thing. you think. It's way more common than you think. Like, uh, very platforms common. that don't lock down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, sure. I mean, you're building a big... Like a big, yeah, a massive structure. set yeah. piece, well, a big I, structure, and and yeah. like, but it also has to be shoved into this little tiny space and then taken apart immediately. Like it's not like this is built to stay yeah. forever. The right. real interesting well, thing, though, is that when like the three of us talk about, you know, a platform about eight feet tall, it's got yeah. a certain number of legs, and we all like have a shorthand. We understand exactly what all of those things mean. Right. To an actor, it's just this big wooden thing. Yeah. Why does it yeah. wobble weird? Um, well, because yeah. this the is, vert show just, that you and I did, RC, with the the movable stage for yeah yeah uh, oh, the one I tried to do the movable yeah stage and then we made chalkbox for it but the actors couldn't understand the concept over like what was it you can't run across it yeah I uh, it was it was little, moving too I, much I under engineered that one a little bit but in the end everything uh, we worked, it worked out. out we went with another direction but it wasn't that it was unsafe it just wouldn't do what it was supposed to do and I hate it when that happens oh, yeah. Yeah. how much engineering you put into yeah. something you're like why well, won't it do what I want because my budget is about a thousand dollars or more cheaper than what I could yeah. to then make actually, this work. Then actually comes the most fun part of the job. Like you go, okay, I've tried everything I can freaking think of. Now let's hive mind it with all of the yep. people that I trust. Hmm. What's the best solution we can get from where I am right now? And people will always go, well, what you should have done? Well, what you should have done? Well, what you should have done? And it's like, Maybe so, but I didn't. So yeah. what do I do yes. now? How do I fix this is where what I have? And then what you do is you come up with just these insanely clever ideas. So like you'd mm. be just sitting around chatting with somebody and one thing sparks another thing, sparks another thing. And all of a sudden you've got this brilliant idea. You were like, that's better than the original idea. Mm. Yeah, let's mm -hmm. try that. I think that's where the net idea came from for the guy falling down the stairs. Yeah. I went through so many different removing, flattening, softening stairs ideas with all my colleagues. And I was talking to another colleague, and he's like, what about a net? <laughs> and at first, you probably went, there's no way that would work. And then you yeah, like, mull it for I about always, 20 I minutes, and you go, trust their ideas to at least be worth something. And so I kept thinking about it. Oh, no, you've got to give it yeah. some, yeah, uh, some amount of attention, because yeah. there could be something in it, whether it's the exact same thing or not, that's going to work. Everybody who like comes in and builds anything for me, like they still have a say in how we're going to do certain things. Because I'm like, all right, I'm up in the air about this. Who's got a good idea? Mm -hmm. It's tricky. It's collaborative. It is. It really is. Like it's collaborative the same way it is for the actors on stage. We're just not there. You don't see us. The collaboration we do and how we got to those answers. There's not just one we of us. We did a month prior. Oh, yeah. Right. And we're doing it in the dark where no one sees us. Mm-hmm. So because you guys don't necessarily, you're not out in front, you know, people don't maybe know your name Thank just God. off the top of their head or what I know, maybe it's not your thing, <laughs> but how do you convince the people in charge or the people who are doling out the cash that what you're doing is worth just as much or more That's in terms of like for the, then, try to run a the, show without a stage manager. It won't happen. Yeah. True. I, I period. Think the easiest way is to invite them to a technical rehearsal. Oh, that's a good idea. Because then they that's see smart. it all coming together and it's like, wow, this is a lot of stuff. Yeah. How did you, and then when they see a, a technical director running around and telling everyone how it works and how to be safe, especially come to the first rehearsal mm -hmm. and watching everything fly and how, how dangerous it seems at first, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a quite the undertaking. One of the fun things I've started uh, trying to do is do technical tours of our shows. Um, so oh, one, a lot of fun. 
One Wednesday for every run that we do, I'll bring in anybody that wants to know how I did all the tricks in the show. And some shows have a bunch of tricks. Some don't have many at all. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is I can walk you through it and show you all the little nuances. And the weirdest thing is that sometimes we'll have these massively like in-depth stories that involve like how we engineered this specific thing to do this very specific thing. And it'll be something you just look at the whole show. And then other times mm-hmm. it'll be, you know, 20 seconds of, yeah, we just made walls. We just kept building them all the way up and up and up and up. And people are more fascinated by that than anything else. So you never know what people are thinking. I think but it's the fact that people don't, people realize that it's not just Legos at that point. Yeah. When they go backstage and they start seeing these things and they start yeah. realizing that somebody put all these things together, they start going, oh, wow, there was a lot of work that went into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like when you do a really good show, you know, hopefully what the people are noticing isn't that they're leaving going just the actors were great. They're they're leaving saying that was a great night at the mm-hmm. theater. That mm-hmm. was the great night out. I was entertained like that whole spectacle yeah. I just watched was awesome. Like I did when yeah. I went and saw um, your town today. I was like that whole thing was fun to watch. Tell tell us about your town. Because that was at... Uh, <laughs> You're in town at uh, Santa Barbara High School. Santa Barbara High. I think yeah. it uh, closed this afternoon, but it oh. was really, really nice. Um, I really enjoy big musicals. I enjoy elaborate sets yeah. that are well-detailed. That Every part of it is uh, like a transformer. Everything turns into something else. Technical theater people's dreams. I know. It's really just neat. Like <laughs> the whole thing, yeah. everything like, moves and everything shifts left and right and becomes all these other things. Um, they did a fabulous job putting that one together. The technical elements across the board for someone that does do technical theater, I was very God, impressed. There's nothing better than that. I mean, they were running, had to be 20 live uh, microphones throughout the entire show Whoa. with a seven-person wow. band. They Whoa. had seven or eight moving lights, plus must have been 150 incandescents in the space. The set itself was three stories in some parts and yeah. had movable scenery that like I really wanted to go backstage and go hey how'd you do that <laughs> you <laughs> may like not want saying. to actually know I may not but at the same time like some of that was kind of clever and I was like I've done something similar to that but how did you do mm. it and I want to mm. go ask him how he did it because I want to know more clever so, tricks so do you, yeah do you guys have like sh- it sounds like you're very collaborative even with people outside of your organization and oh yeah we share be, a lot yeah. but mm-hmm. but do you have like chef secrets or yeah. kind of yes. this is my magician <laughs> trick and you don't get to know how all, I pull the rabbit out all stage managers share information with people that they like is what I've learned throughout the years uh-huh. if I randomly I can think of two off the top of my head uh, if I find two however many stage managers that I will actually trust I will give them m- my book mm. usually I will give people another version of my book but I will give the people that I trust my book and that is actually how I have crafted my uh, paper tech for any show my forms my, I'm very secretive about that kind of stuff they're sort of like that is part of my identity but right. there is a least two or three people that I can think of that I have shared my actual documents with and that's just kind of how it is in our little circle like you find somebody and you you hold a part of it until you know if you can trust them because it's very competitive 
Yeah. At least for stage managers, I can't really talk to like technical well, theater people. This is something that I run across a lot because at Center Stage, we get shows that have people like you, People Katie, that are stage managing that aren't who, stage managers? Well, yes. there are people who are stage managers who know what they're doing and run, run a show, but then there are a lot of people who come in who are like, oh, I don't really need a stage manager. I'm just going to handle it. Yeah, and how great are their shows? Well, it's, it is always a problem. Oh, because I know I, exactly <laughs> what that's like. Well, yeah. because yeah. I think people think that there's less to it than there is, uh-huh. and even if you're just calling you know, a light change and a sound cue for, you know, it's it's a series of 10 songs and there's ballet it's the kids questions or whatever. the you but, have to ask in yeah. order to know exactly when those cues are called and how they're called and who you're talking to and how many things are going on in that exact moment. It's even that more make, than that. I would, I would yeah. argue that it's the most artistic technical theater job. Uh-huh. There yeah, is. there is a feeling. You, you have to understand you what's happening with the you actors. You can't call mm-hmm. a show mm-hmm. unless yeah. you... Feel the show yeah. every night. That's that emotionally moment. and physically right. draining to have yep. to feel. That's why right I have nightmares about it every time but I call I a show. But I was going to say, as far as renters go, that's one of the tough ones. When we have someone come in to like, uh, they want to do a dance show or whatever, and they're like, we don't need a stage manager. You're like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You, do. Yeah. you need to have somebody that I can turn to and go, what do you want to do next regularly? And how do you want it to look? And they need a stage manager. They need somebody who speaks the difference between art and how to get it done. You can hire me at any time, anyone. I, I have I'd a nominal fee. Anytime, girl. I know, you do. You already do. I hire you every time I get a chance. I know, most people in this town do. Yes. I know, you do kind of work for everybody. I do. That's yeah, good. she does. That's, good. That's what keeps me going. Now she Literally. spends all our time at that UCSB, though. Yeah. You know what? It's fun. You know, the stage manager is really the director when the director's left. Mm-hmm. And yes. In fact, on Broadway, yes. that is the case. Very yeah. The director leaves shows. the production, and yeah. the stage manager has to make sure that the director's vision stays exactly the same, yeah. everything in performance. And in uh, like the the one to three month theater that we do, it can often take an extreme yeah. change, yeah. even on week two. Uh-huh. And it's the stage manager's job to say, no, you don't get to say that line right. that way. Because that's not what they wanted. Or very hard to you do. may not improv in this part. Right. This is not what it's for. I've had to do that to yes. a few actors. You will say the line as it is written. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Your pants stay on in scene two. <laughs> or see, that's Stop. just what you say to you. <laughs> but you haven't tonight. Yet. We're not to scene. This is scene one still. This yes. is scene, scene one. one. Scene one. <laughs> I don't want to make it to scene two. <laughs> I want. I have a question I'm dying to ask do everyone. It. So what show, uh, a lot of directors and actors come up with their kind of, you know, these five, ten plays or shows Mm -hmm. I want to do. Uh, But we don't usually give our technical directors that list, you know. So what shows are you dying to do? I feel like the question, the follow-up to that question, Anna, is uh, that we want to do personally or that we want to do because the tech is so cool that we want to experience that. I'm not sure I would make a distinction. I would do cats just because I I want to do cats with real cats. (laughs) I do too, right? (laughs) Yes. All right. Come into a theater near you in 2019. Would you do cats with real cats? No. But like cats. Oh my God. No. Probably not. RC, here's our vision. No, here's my vision. It's just like Avenue Q where somebody is holding a cat and they are in all black and see the show while holding a cat. I agree with this. This sounds amazing. Maggie's cat sounds like she would sign up. My cat would sign up. My yeah. cat would be the glamour cat that yeah. is old and wretched and terrible. I just love cats. It's a running joke with me and Samantha Eve okay. that she hates cats and I love it. And um, every chance I have, I always suggest cats as the next musical. 
I think hey, it's Ben, have you done uh, Noises Off over there? We Sydney did recently. Everyone's oh, done Noises Off. Really? Yeah. Well, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah you're uh, like one of the Was it so fun? Uh, no, but... Um, the <laughs> It has well, not it has, at all. It does have. It, it is one subtle. of the shows known for an uh, extreme number of tricks. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Almost always, it has to be done on a revolve. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to see fr- the front of the stage and the back of the stage, and it has to be identical so the actors can work on it the same way. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things that, like, the doors have the handles have to fall off, and they have to still operate, mm-hmm. which is a trick. And it can't be a magnetic catch because it's on a revolve, so it has mm-hmm. to be an actual doorknob, and it has to fall off. And then the d- phone has to like come through a, uh, a line on the door so someone can pull it from backstage and the phone slides along the floor, hits the door and slides up it and they t- talk about it in the lines. There's a number of things like that that do happen which make it actually quite tricky. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of those little one. things they, just, they solve in rehearsal. Hmm. It's the big things like the revolving stage and stuff in the doors. That Boeing's a little bit like that. Boeing, Boeing. Boeing. We did the, a version yeah, the, of that at Circle Bar that, B. That's Circle one of mine. Yes. To answer your question, that's one of the ones on my list. I've always wanted noises to do. Noises off. Uh, noises off, but um, it takes a whole lot to put that thing together. And you know, it wasn't as bad as I expected. What really made a big difference is having a director who was extremely on it and had it all planned out from day one. That because helps. just where the actors go from second to second. What is it? Thirty nine steps is the other one that's uh, oh, yeah. nothing but trick after trick after trick, yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, that's I really one. want to do Eurydice. I know UCSB did I it. I did Eurydice. It was one of my first projects as a technical director. How did the raining elevator go? That is my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite things in technical so what theater. We there did, was a raining elevator. In I made it rain on stage. That's different. But it wasn't a raining elevator. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was a strip club. That ways. wasn't the stage. What? Like it doesn't have to be. Uh, Eurydice is a very metaphysical, artistic play. So it doesn't, you don't have to like, it doesn't have to literally be a stainless steel elevator with, a, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And so we did a in, uh, a wall of water that rolled down plexiglass mm-hmm. into multiple infinity pools and pumped it back up. Yeah. And then wow. there was sand everywhere, which was actually granulated cork. Interesting. And then sometimes the cork would clog up the system, and that was the only thing, the troubles that we ran into. Mm-hmm. And I also, I painted the whole floor with a product called Dry Lock, and that was the first time I realized the purpose of a respirator because I had a bloody nose the next day. Fun. Wow. Not, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was young. I did court. There you go. I was 23 or 24 years old. So do you ever come across a play that is written by someone who clearly has no concept of what yes. the physical capabilities... I believe you wrote a play like that. I did not. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you did, Maggie. I did not. You wrote a play. I loved that play. I did it twice. You wrote a play where it takes place in the audience and on stage. How the hell am I supposed to put that on the stage? But there wasn't like anything that was like, and then fireworks Impossible. go off in her mouth, and they talk about that it in the text. That would have been easier. <laughs> well, you could in a small. Okay, the weird it, thing is, I have a play that yeah. ends with an avalanche and everyone dies. I like it. Hmm? I'm in. So they had <laughs> to deal accepted. with that, and they were like, "How do we do that?" And I was like, "I don't know. It's an avalanche. Everyone dies." I mean, I did on stage. I did do a show <laughs> where. Uh, the I'll people died and they came back as fish, but the f- uh, boom. Oh, boom. Oh, boom. Okay. Um, Where the whole plot right. of the play revolved the around this, play. these two fish. And yeah. how do you put fish in a show oh, yeah. where your show is traveling? Right. We moved that show every night. Yeah. How do you make fish happen I in know. a fish tank? What's a really, you don't. What's a really good one for hmm. impossible things? Oh, Drowsy Chaperone is brilliant. What's impossible, impossible about things. it? Well, 
not impossible, but it's full of tricks that are real tough. Like the whole song, I don't want to sing through the floor no more, um, where mm. you literally have to have uh, a centralized, like, well, yeah, uh, we elevator had to for do, I had to build on top of that, there's the airplane at the end that has to like take off and the, um, Viet the rock, Murphy a whole helicopter bed, comes in the Murphy bed that has to be able to like launch two people off stage. That one was a really, really fun one. You're like, yeah. who the hell wrote this? Where I actually, I would this? say those are my favorite plays to produce yeah. because they make me feel the most creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get to do just the coolest My least thing. favorite. And then the town. issue is exactly what we're here talking about. Like, we have all these clever, cool ideas. You see the trick happen, but you have no idea that we spent 20, 30, 40 hours on a single date. trick just right. to see if we could yeah. make it yeah. work. And then in the end, it works that one time. And we go... It works. It works. <laughs> and we're like ecstatic. And then it has to work for the next month and a half. And, and no one else budget. is ever going to like think about that. Does and it suck budget. when you don't get applause for like the amazing trick All because people are like, oh, it's it's not applause time. Whenever yes. I call a lighting Baby sequence doll. that nobody realizes that is amazing. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that show was cute. And I'm like, you don't know how hard I worked on this show. I f- so die a little bit <laughs> I need my applause. Yes. Yeah. When people don't realize. So, um. Whenever I work out-of-the-box shows, Sam Eve has a habit of having the actors point at the side of the stage. I love actors. Nobody seems to realize where the booth For is. For curtain call, you mean? For yeah, I don't call. think they know yeah. who they're pointing at. They're like, no, oh, now we point They point at the, at the side wall? of the stage. They don't yeah. realize that I am literally above them, and that is like my one five-second time to be like, I did it. I, I called the show. I still don't know what it looks like because I've never looked up. That, that literally happened to me. Yeah, um, that show was pretty busy. Yeah, I just watched the video. I just uh, realized that there were people dancing underneath me the whole time. I had no idea. I had no idea what anything looked like. That was one of those situations where, like, you watch the thing as a whole and you just leave going, wow, that that was fun. The whole production was fun. Yeah, I had a lot of friends coming up to me during intermission for American Idiot and being like, wow, that was so great. And I'm like, I need a minute by myself. Well, I remember telling you I thought you called a bunch of shit wrong. Yeah, you always say that, but you're always incorrect. Why would I call anything incorrectly? Do you know who I am? Yeah, but I just thought you just, you know, were like drunk or up there. Doing no, RC, <laughs> that's you. I was. I was drunk yeah. The You're projecting. You're projecting. <laughs> I'm better than that. I'm better than that. So I when also you... don't run crew anymore <laughs> at all. I'm never allowed backstage during shows. No. I literally have a technical director that if something's going terribly wrong, I can now call him. When I first started uh, over at Ensemble, I used to get calls all the way up until like, uh, I could get a call at intermission of a show and have to rush over to the theater to fix something because the first show of course we did was um a little light music and the automation for that was extraordinarily elaborate and it was a brilliant brilliant design but it definitely had a few flaws but we had five automation tracks in it which should cost anywhere between thirty thousand and seventy five thousand dollars we did it on like eight Wow. So it was absurd. So we had a really full functioning. Mm-hmm. It didn't do it didn't do a $30,000 job. It did an $8,000 job, but it moved like it was supposed to. Problem was, if anybody made a mistake with it, there was a part on it that could break. And it's supposed to break because it was the fail point just in case anything would go wrong. So Important there were times where I had have. to run over to the theater mid-show, and I had 15 minutes to see if I could bring my two toolboxes upstairs and fix something in 15 minutes and then get it back in the show in time. Uh, two of the three times I got called during that show, I was able to fix it in 15 minutes too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that was pretty cool, and I wanted applause cool. for that when yeah. you didn't get it. Definitely. I, I yeah, that one that. was pretty cool. I have, been known, I have been known to be calling a show on headset 
while also texting or calling yeah. my students at UCSB, mm-hmm. trying to put out fires over there, while also calling a show. You know, like recently there was I that Southwest yeah. flight where they, an engine blew up and a passenger mm-hmm. was sucked out and, and killed. What? When oh did my this God. happen? Aren't, yeah. Don't you watch the news? Not so, apparently not. We're, <laughs> we're always at the theater. We, we I don't know. Well, anyway, it was bad. Don't get an aisle seat on. Uh, so, I mean, get an oh, aisle yeah, seat. Oh, yeah, and it's like in front of or behind the exit row you're supposed to do. Behind the exit row is safer now. Well, for this woman, anyway, the <laughs> captain of that flight, she was like, on you know talking to ground control and this reminds me of a stage manager voice it's like so we have an engine blown out and we need to land you know it's like it's all about remaining calm yeah well, it's that little huh? that little meme picture of yeah. the dog sitting with the house on fire yes. behind him yeah that oh, is what yeah. a stage manager is and the dog's right. like i'm fine and yeah i like, know everything's on fire and just like i'm fine i'm fine so i got have, this we have an unconscious actor on stage and, yeah you know what i mean it, I that's heard like st- the, i was told the stage a story oh, and then go on the god <laughs> mic and be like ladies and gentlemen we're going to pause for yeah technical difficulties. i was told Everyone's a story by out. my stage management teacher in college i don't believe it was a show that she worked but that a friend of hers had worked, and an actor died oh. on stage. Oh, my God. This happens to yeah. stage managers. It, it is my worst nightmare. I have had actors fall. I have had actors hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe the show that you and I did together, RC, we had somebody get hit by something or something. I'm, sure. I'm not quite sure because I mean, nobody could give me an answer. And that's the worst part is I am not backstage nine times out of ten. Yeah. I am behind the audience or above the audience or some combination thereof. I'm yeah. relying on other people to be other to be able to relay to me the correct information, which is problematic because a lot of times it's, it's me Maggie, back there. And know. Maggie's like, and I'm like, Maggie, what was that? I'm like, I don't flash. know. Something and popped. She's and like, then lit I don't on fire. Know. I don't know. Thank <laughs> God. Occasionally <laughs> we have actors who know what they're doing, and poor Chris Short would get on headset and be like. Uh, the par on such and such side just blew. And I'm like, okay, great. We'll be fine. But Maggie's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's very stressful. Somebody's hurt. I don't I'm know sewing on a button and I just can't be bothered right now. Yeah. <laughs> good thing I love you. <laughs> that is good. Good thing you that buy is, me beer. That is good. That's really what it comes down to. I feel like I didn't get the show you wanted to do. Oh, yeah. So RC, noises off. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'd really like to do noises off. Katie. Um, probably you're ready to see, but maybe that's just because I okay, love that okay. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, I kind of like to call Phantom. Oh, yeah. just for the good call. Joy I was like six years old or so, and it was the very first play I had ever seen. Mm. And I remember being fascinated by this is how I know I do technical theater for a living now. I was fascinated by the chandelier, mm-hmm. and all I remember from that show is the chandelier being like wow that's a rental item for sure yeah this that, was in san francisco you know what? i saw it at like ACT, ACT. or something like yeah. that that yeah. is a sign that you're going to be a technical yeah oh, really oh, that's it's one the, of the only that's, thing that's i remember that's an iconic piece we were talking yeah. about yeah, that is. Pieces. Yeah. Yeah. the chandelier from phantom is an yeah. iconic piece yeah. 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 if that's you right. do it without it you just failed right yeah and ben what is uh, i honestly don't know that there is one that i've been really dying to do chomping at the bed no i don't know i mean uh when i was in when I lived in New York, I did a, a brief thing on Wicked, and I'd love to that. When that ever became available, I would love to work on it. I think a lot of people would like to. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there's nothing that's like. I have favorite, like, technical descriptions and plays. Like, that's more, like, how do you figure that out? Or, yeah. like, what does that mean? Mm. Um, yeah. What's the show? Uh, Iphigenia 2.0. I worked mm. costume crew. 
because I've literally done it all, at UCSB when I was an undergrad there, and they have a line in the play that is a murder party dance riot. And it has been the line from any show that I have always just been like, that is a brilliant description. I want to see that done on stage like 47 different ways. Well, in Sarah Mm. Rule's Passion Play... They, she, tur- the the actors turn into beautiful fish uh-huh. on stage. I've always wanted to see that. Yeah, rhinoceros where the guy turns into a rhino. But there but when so he did that, that, it's kind of like so many plays that I want to do that have no technical needs yeah. whatsoever. Like yeah. I just want to figure a, out how it's done. That would be a good one. Yeah, the beautiful fish. There's just fish. plays also that I just want to do too. Like I want to watch, and I don't get a say company. in what we do. I think every that for year. me, yeah. it's more than Somebody that. Like. Company. I might want to do the show, but I'm happy with the right people. Yeah. Like, I'd love to work on a production of Hamlet with an amazing Hamlet and an amazing director. Yeah. Not anybody's Hamlet. So you don't, you don't want to do just Hamlet with, like, a shitty Hamlet and, like, a well, director I know, who doesn't know what's going on? I know that if we were to do Hamlet at City College, it's not going to be the same Hamlet mm. as with a super pro. Sure. So we yeah. really shouldn't bother. Right. Unless Hamlet is going to be somehow... I mean, I'm sure Brian, Brian Howell would be great, mm-hmm. but I'm saying we need someone like Sir Patrick Stewart. That right. is a show I'd want to work on. He's too old for Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, but he'd He's be a not great I want to do. Anything. I want to see us do, um, specifically for my theater, I would like to see us do a checkoff. I oh, think yeah. a checkoff would fit, actually be really nice in yeah. one of our seasons. Do you have a particular checkoff that you would like to see? All of them. Cherry Orchard actually for me would be my favorite because the loss of land means yeah, a lot to me as far yeah. as topical. being from the deep south. Yeah. Um, and like we're, we have 10 acres where I grew up. So like the loss of land would be a big deal. But the thing about it is that has nothing to do with technical. Like I, I used to no. like just being an artist myself and now my whole life revolves around how to make the next project succeed. Mm-hmm. And I miss a whole lot of not getting to be an artist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, there is an element of art to what we do because if you if Ben and I sit down and have a conversation about how we decided to build a specific project, both of us will find something interesting about our choices in those things. And there's an art to being able to do it fluidly. Yeah, we're not going to do it the same way. Period. If we were in a, in a vacuum, we would not find no, the same solution not. to the to mm-hmm. the same problem. So there's an art to that. Yeah. But the art that the people see, like I miss being as much of a part of that. I would like to see us do a checkoff is I was getting at. I I used to hate checkoff and now I think that stuff is actually funnier. I guess I had to get older. I'd like to call company every night for like seven months. Oh, okay. That is a Mm, show I just find fascinating. Yeah. And for Mm. me, it's all about repetition. If I can sit through a show for three months, I'm a happy camper. (laughs) Oh, I want to do Groundhog's Day. No. I hear that one's awesome because it's the same day over and over and over. And then it would feel right. Wrong kind of repetition. (laughs) It would feel like my life every day. So when you guys go to theater and just watch just to enjoy it, you know, you're just going to a show to watch, what are you watching for? Do you find that Technical mistakes. (laughs) I know somebody who did a version of Cabaret and they had a typewriter on stage with no paper in it. All I watched for however long that show is, is the typewriter with no paper in it. It wasn't a choice? It Mm. wasn't. It was a choice. It was a wrong choice. They touched the typewriter And they're like, here's the piece of paper that I wrote. And nothing was in the typewriter. There was an Mm. apple with a sticker on it. That was bad. Take the sticker 
off. If you have a chair on stage that you don't use, I will spend two and a half hours wondering why you haven't touched the chair. It is a problem. I obsess about it. This is why I can't go see crappy theater. Interesting how strong of an experience this is for you. It is. What we uh, teach our students is that maybe the The designer might not be a good one, but a good designer. Every single thing you see or hear was there for you. Exactly. So why was it there? That's Just for you to figure out. That's what I'm saying. Hey, what you about the tree put it all in together. Why is the tree there? The, uh, they never interacted David with it wrote, in our producer wrote his uh, honors thesis on that, so we'll talk about that later. So, yes, <laughs> indeed. There is, it's there for it a reason. It represents a thing, but a it doesn't do anything except for lose leaves. Well, he tries to hang himself on it. There for actually, a reason. I don't remember him actually he, getting a noose and oh, doing that. Oh yeah, he does. But, but the, I, if without a tree, you can't. Then do apparently, that. well, also his his estate will shut you down if you do anything not in one of his scripts too. Mm. Like they're the most particular about any scripts. Because ever. it is it, because I think people don't understand the specific specificity required to produce one of those plays. No, mm. no, absolutely. The only thing I'm specific about uh, Beckett is that it be good, especially very difficult. Good, yeah. I'm specific. Like that, I won't go unless it's good. That bad Godot is like a special kind of bad. It's like that's how I feel about most theater, though. Like if it's going to be bad, I don't want to see it. It's like the longest two hours yeah, of your life. Yeah, that's usually when I fall asleep. Yeah, because yeah, it would be about two hours of long, dry it's talking. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of bad theater. It's why I just stopped going. So when you <laughs> say. Who was it that Robin Williams did that one with? Yeah. Robin Williams did um, that? Steve Martin. Oh, and that's right. And, and they tried to shut it down or something because they were like, "This isn't. Oh, really? This is the intention." The the estate. The yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I don't that. think they successfully did it because it was selling so well. But just because it was the like, two of them. Well, it wasn't that it was the two of them. It was that the approach they took didn't convey the tone. They did it very vaudeville. The estate, yes, which is it very was Steve Martin. Too vaudeville, and the estate wasn't pleased with it. But I don't think they got it to shut down. Someone looked that up. Someone get a Google. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing I should know, and I'm. Sorry, I don't. It's all good. <laughs> so when we talk hey, about one thing bad we know in techno theater, theater yeah. is we don't know it all. We're going to learn something from we everyone we work huge. with, and every show. I'm glad we you work have on. that idea because I think a lot of people don't think that way. They think we have all the answers, or they Why can't or you they are a technician this? who thinks they have all the answers, mm. and that's when that's the most that's dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the key yes. to a good theater technician is we say we don't know the answer, but mm-hmm. I will find it out for you. Give me a couple days. Exactly. Yeah. I will figure this out, yeah. but I don't have an answer. But like, right what? Now. When is that not the best option in any line of work? Really, to be like, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. I, like, well, the when difference is, that, is in theater. Know. A lot of times, it's now, now, now. Why yeah. isn't this done That's now, true. now, now? That's true. Why isn't this exactly mm-hmm. like I told you I needed to be? And I was like, well, uh, you said one set of things, and I didn't really understand that what you meant by that was I also need to be able to stand up and down on this table. And I need to be able to jump and throw it across and the room. And it has to fit through a three-foot. You didn't tell me you were going to throw it yeah. across right. the room. It wasn't designed to be able to be thrown across the room. Now I have to go, okay, it needs to be light enough for the actor to pick up. And it has to be able to hit a wall and not either break the wall or itself. Mm-hmm. So now I'm redesigning this thing. So give me at least 15 minutes yeah. and I'll see what I can come up with. So who is the most unaware? In terms of the, as a class the director of people, as a class of people, the direct, certain directors that you work with, that is definitely the case. Uh, I, don't know, I, I don't know that there's a class. That's of, my first I, I think it depends. It's really case by case. Yeah, okay. you know they they all know what they need to know to get their thing done, and sometimes 
people have a background where they did it all yeah and they they know they're they're kind of at least have a a kind of socratic knowledge that they know what they don't know Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yes at least i I did say that uh, one of the directors that i found to be the best at that was andy barnacle um who directed a few shows at ensemble um fallen angels chapter two and there's another one i'm not uh not pride and prejudice uh christmas Christmas at pemberley Pemberley. no he's actually one of the best because um whenever it came to anything technically he was like is this a thing can we do that yeah and we'd go and he's a sweetie too yes we can we can't do it immediately but i can have it for you tomorrow and he'd be like great have it tomorrow yeah and he was just one of the directors that was the best at I get it. Okay, this is not a thing you've ever been asked before, but I'm sure you'll figure it out because that's what you do. So what would help? Like what would bridge this gap between what is possible, what is plausible, what oh, can be done? I think that's done? a very easy answer. And that, that person needs to first and foremost be a good collaborator. Yes. Mm. And not somebody who needs, needs, needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But someone who wants to work together. Collaboration. Because that's when it makes a big difference. When mm-hmm. someone says, I need this tomorrow... Instead of saying, let's talk about why you need that tomorrow, Mm -hmm. because maybe there's a solution, because this is actually something that's happening on Greece. I need the car tomorrow. I need the platforms before we begin rehearsal. And I need one other thing. And I said, well, I can't make it all appear tomorrow. So let's talk about why you need it tomorrow and what it is you need it for. So then we can give you actually what you need. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just for rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So we can have something to stand on. So how about acting blocks? Yeah, okay, that might work. Mm. So maybe we should approach it a different way. Mm-hmm. That's really the biggest thing is being able to communicate yeah. and, and collaborate and not just asking for what you need, I find. I feel like the trick is learning how to listen. Mm-hmm. Because That's big too. I can sit there in a rehearsal and tell a director that the technical director, that the designers need to know what is happening on stage. And they're like, no, 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 they don't. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. That affects literally everything that we're doing. They're going to have to redesign something, the lights, the set, uh, prop, whatever, based on that one thing. I mean, an actor moving literally two inches to the left can affect a design more than you realize. Oh, yeah, that's a big one, too. Yeah. That's, that's the best. Um, um, as, the, as the production manager now, I'm overseeing all of the elements. So my whole life now is all about reading the report from a stage manager about whatever happened in rehearsal that day. Mm -hmm. We're going to need all of the benches tomorrow. And they all have to jump on the benches. And how long, how tall. We've never discussed anything about a bench. Well, we need something for them to rehearse with. Tell me what happened in rehearsal because I'm going to need some information. And then we're going to have to talk about this because that's a tall order before 9 a.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, like, right. the stage manager is the key. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, because the, the, the director will say, it. please write this into the report. The stage manager has to translate it into a way that actually makes sense for the department that needs yes. it. Like, like yeah. tell tell them we need knee pads. Well, why do we need – they have to say, so-and-so crawls on stage in this scene, so they're requesting knee pads, so that the costume department also knows, oh, in that scene, they are wearing shorts, so we can't give them oh, knee pads. which is also going to affect uh, <laughs> costumes, because if they're on their knees, then they're going to yeah, tear through them. Right. Which oh, might also which affect also music, means... because if you have a five-second transition and you actually need it at 15 seconds, you need to know that your music director needs to stretch it. And these are all those little all things. All the details. Make yeah. sure that the set department knows that the floor in that area is going to be crawled upon, yeah. so it's going to have to be extra smooth just in case. Yeah. Tons you know, of stuff. I f- feel like listening to this is, is underlining something I always notice, which is that 
if everyone in the entire production is doing their job well, you almost suffer from that. Like everyone just relies on your competence Mm -hmm. and they'll just say, yeah, so we need everything green tomorrow. You know, (laughs) everything needs to be green. And you're always good at producing things like that. that. I know. Overnight. um, And so they're like, wait, there's an email saying not everything can be green by tomorrow. Why? Why? Why can't everything be green? You know, because you're so good at kind of pulling it off and, mm-hmm. and, and swinging into action. And that, yeah, I would have to say that Ben and I probably both know this. Uh, the more you do succeed, the yeah. more that one time oh, yeah. you can't produce, mm-hmm. yeah. someone likes That's, to come Or they just, it gets, the like, requests get bigger and bigger too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, or yeah. the one time you're like, I actually can't achieve this by tomorrow is the one time someone wants to really, really get upset about it. And you're like, do you remember the other 75 things you just asked me for in yeah. the last three days right. that I did all of those? How do all of those become nothing when I can't do this one thing? Give me a day or two. It's on a list. I guarantee you, you make the request. I'm not denying you what you want. It might I'm just be just mail. on a list. Sometimes yeah. I feel and like the IT department that doesn't things. want to upgrade someone's computer. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Right. you're on the list. <laughs> yeah. But really, it takes a lot of work. And I mean, it's, the, it's not overnight. It's very, no. it's physical stuff rather yeah, than, you know, usually. you ask an actor like, well, by tomorrow we need you to like have this sort of concept that you're going to portray, you know? Same and it's like, they can either way. figure that out or oh, they yeah. can't. If they want but to, like, if you need a bench... Oh, if they want to you reconfigure to like three of the exit walls or all of a sudden there needs to be uh, 10 additional masking walls, I've got yeah. to call some people. Like, <laughs> I need to make some phone calls. I have to be here to watch everything that's going on. I've got at least two people that have to be sitting here with me to make sure that they can back me up because we could have some issues when we get to that X part where there's all this crazy stuff that happens. So I have to find someone that's available that can actually go build a thing that we had no plans on doing. This is a change order. We that's need why I always budget 50 per, 15 percent in for those things because mm. yeah. they, they always it ain't about change, that. change order list is huge. What happens when you don't have the people there to actually physically do it because everybody's yeah. on the show. Everyone's here. No, Everybody that's, that's when you work until three o'clock in the morning. We've right. all done it. I yeah. try not to do that anymore. I do too. Luckily, I have done it. It's a little while. weird. Luckily, though, keep since, doing that. Yeah. since I got uh, the technical director that Ensemble has right now, I have been lucky enough that he and I have been able to head off all problems, and we have not done past one or one thirty on almost any shows. There was um, there was a what lot. What other of industry issues. is that a congratulatory thing? <laughs> right? I know. We didn't have to work past one in the morning. A lot from a eight lot in the of morning. Industries, I know from eight in the morning. That's what people don't. We started get. at eight. Yeah. Just I mean, when I worked in law, you would just sure you'd, yeah. until you fell forward into your document and How many then yes, they'd wake you up. Lawyers make a lot more than we do. Yeah, yeah. that's we'll the key. That <laughs> yeah. The compensation oh, rate is a different... <laughs> yeah, when they get to buy houses yeah. in Santa not, Barbara and not I'm just always, affording though. my... Not house. always, at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, yeah. No, We're always. also doing this, or at least maybe not the boys, but for a long time I did this, where I would also work until 1 a.m. and then we get up at 7 the next day for a second job a or sometimes job. a third job right. yeah. because I was young and poor hey, and I would like to, to point theater. out though that all three of us at this point though have we have jobs. been lucky enough that yes. we yeah. make a living doing theater yeah. in our yeah. field yeah, that's incredible thank you, thank you UC Santa Barbara we make a living wage in Santa yeah. Barbara that's right it ain't like easy. we make a million the a goal, year yeah. but we I make enough to say no now it's yeah. kind of, I mean, mm, that's saying that's a lot for me. That's an interesting phrase. Yeah. Making up to say no. Uh-huh. Mm. Wow. I can what say no to the shows that I absolutely do not want to work. Which someone like you that is doing like I, um, 
uh, per gig when you're outside of work? I unfortunately, and this is the Santa Barbara stage manager predicament. I, um, I work a lot of shows where they pay me significantly, significantly, excruciatingly less than minimum wage. And it and they takes, can get away with it. And they can hey, get away with it. I and it actually takes think I still make less than minimum wage. If you count the hours. <gasps> if you count the hours, yeah. Oh, wow. You don't get comp time or anything like that? Uh, it's, it's a long ordeal. We it? work yeah. it out. But um, you know that our season is uh, 10 months almost completely right. straight. So the comp time that I do get is either um, our Christmas break or I have to wait until the summers. And then, again, like yeah. I was talking about earlier, now that Ensemble is grown as much as we have and we can successfully achieve such you know respectable builds there are several people in town that need things built that don't have anybody uh the opera did they call fact, you because i yes, gave him your name as a matter of fact yeah. that's one of the things that's a big are. job are you gonna do that one well it's not it's not too big actually i've already looked it over oh I looked really because off the top of my head it was a thirty thousand dollar but materials. my point is we get this point where our summer is the only time where we're right. even possibly able to take some of this compensation time. So over the course of a year, I may have done an additional month, month and a half mm -hmm. of labor. Yeah. But I did it all going, okay, but in the summer, I'm taking a couple of extra weeks off and they're not counting it as vacation. Great, no problem. This is completely solid. And then I come across something where it's like, there's kind of some money to be made if like, we take get a, to take be a big the only fabrication house. Yeah. So what do I do? I know I what I do. I take the time off. I get the heck out. I'm learning that. It's fascinating. It's brand new to me. I'm, I'm really Isn't it nice, though? It's very strange. It's very nice. I've been told I'm taking a vacation this Maggie, summer. Maggie, they're hey. talking about something called vacation. I don't is know what it is yet. Is that a thing that people do? <laughs> I guess. Is that a French word? Vacation. They're saying it like Americans. La, yeah, I holiday. It's called, um, so holiday. I know what the definition is. It, the definition is um, you're bordering on the edge of exhaustion. And all of your friends are like, you spend way too much time yeah. at work. Here's a margarita. And or the bar. And or friends. the bar. Yeah, and and the, the, bar. the bartenders are becoming your only friends. <laughs> and then you realize that I need to take a day off because hey, I, I can't remember Marcos. the last time I slept. Hey, I yeah, let's all take a minute to thank our local bartenders. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for Marcos, keeping us happy. miss you, brother. Pete, I know. Thank Pete. you, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Arcee, apparently you weren't enough to keep the nugget in business. God, what Ooh. happened? Ensemble Which is tried very hard. I feel like that's oh, your fault. Somewhere, James is out there, the first ME that they, that we had, and he he is missing that place. Ryan Bracken knows well, about Well, there him. are other nuggets, so you can always drive. That's true. But none of them are right us. beside my building. That's true. It's the not nugget with a built -in was right door. next yeah. door. Like, Public I market, could leave the, the stage thing. door and oh, We find him the there nugget. a lot. The garden. Thing. I find him there a lot. You don't want to cross the street. You want to just stay on the sidewalk. Well, he, all they have is just beer. And mm. we used to go over there and like, uh, like I could walk in the door and they would hand me the bottle of scotch and say, pour your first drink. Just I'm busy. Maggie, these they've been so much fun. I can't I know. They're more fun they're, than the they're the most fun. This they're is why funnest. this is why I hang out with the most funnest they're of them. They're so sleep deprived. We have a lot and, and you know, hallucinatory. So wait, okay. Last question. Not this week though. We're all pretty good this week. <laughs> Last question. Since you. you said you're going on vacation, you're doing other things, what do you do when you're not mm, in the theater? Downtown. Drink. <laughs> don't just say hey, that. Oh my gosh. That's, That's like not a, a hobby. I don't know. Yes, but as they all know, I do a lot of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I well, other than theater and drinking, yes. what do you do? I also teach martial arts weapons classes. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That is cool. Where do you do that? Um, uh, martial arts remember. family fitness. Okay. Um, over 
by uh, what is one place. That? What's That's the nearest bar? It's, it's <laughs> not a, a bar near there. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. I go over there and Alaska. I teach, uh, I teach uh, a scrimme, which is fighting sticks, which is a whole oh, lot of fun. Wow. Um, I did that my entire life as a kid, and that's actually one of the things that ever got me into theater anyway, mm-hmm. performing fight scenes. Mm. That's how uh. I got into Pirates and all that. Um, but I love, love, love physical fighting activities like that. And I also like going and walking uh, my girlfriend's dog with her. Secret like Don't sweet. start, Katie. Aww. Don't. And Katie, what do you do in um, spare time? I, I, most of you guys know this rugby. already. Um, I play for rugby. the local women's rugby team. <laughs> Bam. Uh, the Santa Barbara Mermaids were really awesome. Come check us out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, for the life of me, I have managed to do this for the last two years while also working in theater. No, man, you're getting... It has been there. at least once, maybe more, that I have actually played a game in the morning and then called a show at night and not died in between. But I've done it. Right, Maggie? And I was alive. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty so, impressive. Wait, I want to ask you, Maggie, what do you do when you're not theatering? I have succulents, Anna. I oh, have, that's right. I have, have 80 varieties of and succulents. Foster and I have foster three kittens. foster kittens Available right for now. adoption soon. They will be available for adoption they soon. They are cute. They Tell us their names. Cute. Their names are Bino and Mitzi, Mitzi, after the recently departed Mitzi Shore, and Carrie Fisher the kitten. Oh, R.I.P. No. She's the, <laughs> she is so, in fact, I have a picture of a cat. It was came out on um, you know May the fourth, and mm-hmm. it's it's a Princess Leia cat. It's a cat dressed as God, Adam that's Prince crazy. Leia. Have done that, oh. and I this was, was like, a Maggie needs to see this right now. But then I couldn't get my phone. I don't know. I had problems. So, but it's coming your way. Okay, that'll be on the website. Okay, and Ben, what do you do when you're not theatering? Well, Ben a makes beer. I do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. beer. Sometimes. Which we had some of today. It was yeah. delicious. That's sometimes. We're actually making some high alcohol kombucha tonight. Oh. Um, but I also own hey, five you let bicycles. Me know when you're making That's some a big part of my life. Oh, yeah. Are they the kind that uh, have an engine? No. Or? Yeah, I pedal okay. them all. Yep. I have a race even this weekend. Ooh. Uh, this upcoming with this Saturday, a 12-hour solo. How far wow. can you go in 12 hours? Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. Where do you start from? This is, we do 10-mile laps. So that way, and then you see how many laps you can complete in 12 How hours. many do you think you're going to do? Uh, I expect to do 12 laps. Wow. That would be 120 That's miles. incredible. I think Ben has more free time than you and I combined RC based He's on that description. No, so I, I do all my bicycle riding between, uh, so there's an app called Strava that you can record your runs yeah. and your rides. Uh, yes. And my most active time of day is 6 a.m. For on that, because uh, I'm, a, time I'm asleep at yeah. 6 a.m. unless I, I'm working. I wake up because I have I a friend who has a kid and that's the only time he's free. You know, yeah. I also travel too a lot. There you go. Yeah. Like, try and get out of the for country. For what? What do you like to do when you travel? I try to go to one new country a year. Wow. You were in China recently, right? I was just in China, yes. And well, I'm actually planning. One. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That check that Huge. off the list. Yeah, yeah that takes also, up like half the world for you. He's the yeah, one we're yeah, all that's trying a big, to be. Yeah, global I got time thing. for that. I did. Got pretty much I'm going to France there. actually next week. Wow. And then is Canada this just all for Costa pleasure, Rica. or is this all for pleasure? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Canada and Costa Rica. Yeah. Sounds nice. It is. How, nice. how big's your suitcase? Very small. Absolutely Darn. tiny. I was really Backpack. hoping. Yeah. Backpack. Next well, you think they one? charge you now for all this stuff? I mean, it's still yeah. cheaper than a plane ride. Like, I can't afford that. The oxygen tank, though. That's expensive. You, know, you travel with an so oxygen tank. No, it's for me. She's going to be in for my me. suitcase. Oh. What she wants. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, it's she fits climbing into I the also. Uh, overhead oh. bin, though. Yeah. And, and you do alpine. Not alpine. Climbing? I do. I do actually a lot of rock climbing, but not alpine. No. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm. 
Anna, what do you do in your free time? Um, I raise children, and so, you know, how's that? Uh, some... How's that um, big costume you're doing oh, coming? It's coming along. The corset. Okay. Speaking of tech, I, I talked to one of the costume designers. It and is I was tech like as well. All bragging, and I'm like, I'm I'm doing a corset, an 18th century corset, that like is 18, not easy. 1785. <laughs> and he was like, Oh yeah. It would take me about three hours to do one oh, of those. Oh God! Jeez! Oh, we don't get to hear I was the like, name. Where are the hankies? Ooh, I, I need this? to. I need a minute. I know. I, know. Know? <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna cry now. But what? About, was, how do you do the grommets that fast? <laughs> I made a pair of pants recently, <laughs> and like it took me like several days of sewing to make like a pair of pants for myself. Uh, pants are and like hard. my mom was helping me. My mom is a costumer. That's right. She used to work at Ventura College. And she was like, yeah, you know, if you hadn't been involved, I probably could have done this in 15 minutes. I was like, you know what? You're now uninvited. I Get know. out. You're now uninvited. Get out of my house. That would be my... <laughs> also, thank you for helping me make pants. That would be my <laughs> advice to any fledgling technical theater people. Start in the costume shop. Mm. Those ladies are fierce yeah. and, know and they know everything. everything. They Literally everything. The They're costume scary. shop yeah knows everything because once you can figure out a corset you know there's no engineering feat that's kind of more <laughs> cantilevered all. and yeah. you know there's there's steel. engineering mathematics for making a corset yes oh, oh no, I had no idea. Oh, when you have to make Wait, them you don't have a on that one. i don't have a sp- i don't have a spreadsheet <laughs> you need that. a spreadsheet should, on that i should do that uh, what's the mo- moment of elasticity for a Corset. It depends well, it on depends. what type of elastic you're using. Are you using actual elastic? Is it full period? Is it yeah. lace up? Or yeah. does it have to rip away in whale five bone. seconds? Is this yeah? yeah. Is it whalebone? Is, is it plastic bone? Is it like whale what are we constructing this out of? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real, indeed. So yeah, it's going whalebone well, or nothing, bitches. I will show you the corset soon. Excellent. And yes, and then I'm almost done with my Regency attire as well. I'm so excited! About I know, that. and those are yeah. So I have a lot of fun with that. So anyway, but that's boring. Everyone here has fascinating <laughs> lives. And it's I not about them. boring. It's about whatever you have to do yeah. in your yeah, off time. First of all, it's you not boring. Actually, enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sometimes you. I like to binge watch, you know, just American Horror Story. That's oh, something yeah. else I do. Yeah. I do over that and too. over again. I do. I binge. Oh yeah, watch. sometimes. Just sometimes <laughs> if I've had a rough ass week, I am literally like, for the next horror two days, story. I'm gonna shut all the blinds and I'm gonna be in the dark with a six pack of beer and just some boot and Only a six. I was gonna say season that's... seven through. All right, 25. those of you who know me know it's more like a, a twenty four pack, but whatever. <laughs> Your poor poor girl. As long as it has the word case at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, guests. Maggie, we should thank our guests for coming. Thank you, guests, for coming. And plead with them to come back. Yes, please come back. Anytime. Definitely come back. It was a pleasure. See, Katie, Ben, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Maggie, that was awesome. Wasn't that great? I love the tech people. No, we should have them on like more. We should really have them on quarterly. Like, yeah. What keeping it you, real just keeping it very real <laughs> keeping it this so is for real. people who have never worked theater before <laughs> and just don't understand what is going on yeah. back there yeah what are they doing oh well, my god so much well that was awesome and next time next time so this weekend we have the independent awards for dance and theater and so next time on the pod we love charles donnellan back we love charles yes. and we will uh, talk about uh the independent awards which are community awards in town for uh, the highlights of the theater for the year Perfect. and uh charles sort of runs that yeah so we'll and we that. were both judges we so were both we can, on the judging panel we can talk about that mm-hmm. and um 
what else? So we're also starting our, oh, book our personal book club, which lovely listeners, if you want to read along with us yes. and hear about what we think, we would love that. Our book is Burt States, Great Reckonings, Great Reckonings in, in Little, Little Rooms. Rooms, the best book ever yeah, on the so theater. We're going to, and tell me, Burt States is a person of note in your life specifically. Yes, he, he, um, he, well, he was a great theorist mm-hmm. and he worked at UCSB. He was a professor at UCSB and kind of um, a legend in theater theory in general. So he's a phenomenologist. Mm. So he talks about how that's gonna be fun. theater is. It's very cool. Great. Yeah. So a we'll... great mind. Great. And I have his painting up on my wall. Oh, yeah. That's that's a nice personal connection. I, I like that. He was a sweetie. So we will uh, read, maybe we'll let's read the first half and then talk about Yeah, that. let's do it. All right. Yay. Next week. Yay. Next week. Took a minute. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> and she went there. No. Oh no, that's not getting cut.
Oh, God, no. <laughs> and she went there. No. Oh, no, that's not getting cut. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 we're not cutting Please. that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I will not say that. <laughs> too far, too, too far. far. Sorry, sorry. That's how she's starting, David. She's starting I'm there. glad we know our limits, though. <laughs> so we've been there. Let's dial it back. Okay, okay. 